The Athletic. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the Athletic FPL podcast. I'm Mark McGettigan. You'll find me on Twitter at FPL General. Happy Friday to you all. FPL is back. It's a Saturday deadline this week, 11am UK time, which is 90 minutes before Liverpool v Watford kicks off. Hopefully we'll get some early team news on that one with Trent Alexander-Arnold currently yellow flagged. On today's episode, I'll round up the pressers, answer 10 quickfire questions and talk you through my latest transfer plans. If you'd like to become an Athletic subscriber, visit theathletic.com forward slash FPL pod to avail of the latest discount offer for new subscribers. A quick roundup of the press conference news now. These were on yesterday and today. Just going to run through them in alphabetical order. So up first, Arsenal. That was on Thursday. So comments from Arteta saying Saka was feeling good after having COVID during the break. Said he was going to train hopefully on Thursday. So it looks like Saka will be okay. Ramsdale is a doubt. Arteta said he's still not feeling great and he hasn't trained yet. We don't know what he'll be able to do on Monday. So that Arsenal game is not until Monday. So those of us who own him, hopefully that extra few days will see him return to action. But nothing really clear on Ramsdale. Tommy Asu will be close. Aston Villa, no updates at the time of recording. Brentford, nothing new there in terms of injuries. At Brighton, Webster remains out. He's had a setback. At Burnley, who've got a double game week, Ben Mee and Peters are ruled out, so stay away from those two. At Chelsea, this is one of the pressers we were all waiting for, Rhys James is ready to go and will be in the squad, so I think Rhys James is going to be picked up by a lot of managers today, myself included. Chilwell and Hudson-Odoi are the only Chelsea players who are ruled out, everyone else was in training. At Crystal Palace, Zaha and Olise are doubtful. Both players picked up knocks during the international break, but Patrick Vieira didn't rule them out of the fixture. MacArthur and Ferguson are closing in on a return. Next up, Lampard at Everton. A few comments on Calvert-Lewin. He said the break has been positive for Dominic. He was playing short of fitness. We've worked well with him over the last couple of weeks. Without putting too much pressure on him, he's in a good place. So maybe we'll see a better version of Calvert-Lewin over the coming game weeks. Don't mind him as a punt now for the double game week. In particular, if you're going to wildcard soon because you don't have to own him for too long. At Leeds, Phillips and Cooper are available. Melier and Click should also be available. At Leicester City, Harvey Barnes has recovered from an ankle knock. Jamie Vardy is not ready yet. Ndidi is out for the rest of the season. That's a big blow for the Leicester defence. And Luke Thomas is a doubt. Next up, it's Liverpool. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Klopp said it will be tight for tomorrow, but it's possible. With our rehab and fitness department, it was really intense what he did before he trained with us. Physically, he should be fine. And now we have to make a decision about rhythm, etc. So that's a very positive update on Trent. We thought he might have been out for a couple of weeks. There's a chance now that he might play against Watford. So I think if you own him, you just keep him and you hope for the best. If he doesn't start against Watford, not the end of the world. Should definitely play against Man City in game week 32. So fingers crossed Trent will get the start against Watford. Because if he does, that could be a big score. At Manchester City, 
Ruben Diaz is going to be out for another roughly two weeks. I think Pep said 10 to 14 days. Manchester United, Cavani is out for a few weeks, so that's probably good news for Cristiano Ronaldo. At Newcastle, Dubravka and Cher have both trained, so those who own Ramsdale and Dubravka. Looks like Dubravka is going to be okay if Ramsdale is not. Shelby is available, not that anyone is too interested there when it comes to fantasy. There was a few comments from Eddie Howe on St. Maximin as well. He said, whenever a player has some time away with illness and injury, it's very difficult to get them back up to speed straight away. So this break has been very good for him. He's trained very well and we're excited to see him back. So St. Maximin, like Calvert-Lewin have benefited from the international break. At Norwich, issues defensively. Kabak is out. Williams and Ahrens could miss out as well. So good news for Brighton. I think Brighton play Norwich this weekend. At Southampton, goalkeeper McCarthy is back in light training. At Tottenham, there's nothing new. Ben Davis should be fine. There's also no issues at Watford's. A few comments from David Moyes at West Ham on Bowen and Soufal. He said both of them could return. His comments were, they both did a bit of training over the break. I'm not quite sure both of them are match fit and ready. That's my only concern. So maybe we'll see one of them. Maybe we'll see both of them. But who knows? David Moyes is, is not an easy manager to trust when it comes to press conference comments. But good to see Bowen and Soufal close to a return. And finally at Wolves, Jimenez is suspended. Semedo and Neto are back in training. So that is a roundup of Thursday and Friday's press conferences. You're safe to go now and make your AFPL decisions. I put a quick poll up on Twitter this morning. I knew what the result would be, but I just wanted to get some figures. Who is the best captain for Game Week 31? I included Salah, Kane and Other as the three options. No surprise to see Salah come out well on top 79.8% Kane got 16.6% and other got just 3.7% so that poll returned about 5,000 votes Ten quick fire Friday questions now the first one is from Johan Fredriksen if we get the news that Trent is not going to play against Watford, is it worth it to transfer him out and who for? So like I said, the update on Trent was a positive one. There is a chance he'll play against Watford, so that's enough for me. You just keep him. I don't think you waste a transfer now to sell him and then another one to bring him back in. I think you just keep Trent and you focus your transfers elsewhere for the weekend. Question from FPL Carol V. Which Chelsea defender to buy? James Rudiger. Silva or Shalaba. So straight away, I'm not too keen on Shalaba. I know he's, I think he's got the three starts in the last three game weeks, but I'm not sure that will continue long term. I know he's a cheap way in, but I think it could be a trap. I think Rhys James is the best option, especially now that Tuchel has said he's been training and he's ready to go. He's the most explosive option. I and those who didn't own him in his last appearance know exactly what he can do. I think it was an 18-pointer. So when it's Brentford at home this week, I am not going to make the same mistake twice. I'm going to buy Reese James. I don't even care if he doesn't start. I just want to protect myself from being hurt again by one of the best defenders in the game. So I think Reese James is the Chelsea defender to go for. I do think Rudiger and Thiago Silva are pretty good options as well. But Reese James is just on a different level to the centre back. So Reese James is the one to go for. Question from Matthew Hall How much of a risk is it to buy Cancelo? With an impending Champions League fixture, 
that Kyle Walker is suspended for. Yeah, so Kyle Walker can't play the first Champions League tie, which makes some people think Walker might play the league game. Cancelo could get a rest, but we know Cancelo can play left back, he can play right back. Pep has also said his fitness is one of the best at the club. He has very quick recovery time. So I'm not too concerned. I mean, it could be it could be Walker right back, Ake left back, but I would be surprised if Cancelo didn't start. So I'm going to buy Cancelo this week and I don't have any concerns. And it's it's like Rhys James. When I buy these guys this week, if they get benched, it's, it's frustrating, yes, but it's not the end of the world because James and Cancelo, they're two players you want to buy and own for the rest of the season. So I think you just get the transfer done and then you can forget about it because if you say, right, I'm going to wait a week or two to get James or Cancelo, you might run into a few other problems in the meantime and then you might not end up getting to either player at any point. So if you can get to them, I would just get it done this week. Don't overthink it. Don't worry too much about rotation. Just get two of the best defenders in the game and then whatever will be, will be. So I can understand, I think there is a small chance Cancelo gets a rest for the Burnley fixture, but it's not going to stop me from buying him later today. Question from FPL Barrister. Who is the best Ramsdale replacement? If you're stuck with Ramsdale and you don't have a second goalkeeper that plays, for example, and if you think Ramsdale is not going to feature on Monday night, I think Nick Pope is the one to go for, just on, on fixtures. Got five games in the next three game weeks. I know one of them is Manchester City this week, which is not ideal, but Burnley are capable of producing some surprise clean sheets. They've been doing it for years, and we've got to the point of the season where Burnley need points. So if they're going to get three points, you know, probably going to be a few clean sheets here and there over the next couple of game weeks. So I think I think we should just keep Ramsdale. I think there's a chance he might play Monday. If he misses one game, if he comes back game week 32, it's not the end of the world. And he's got the double game week in 33 as well. I've got Ben Foster, so I'm just going to keep Ramsdale. Hope he plays. And if not, hope Foster gets 27 saves against Liverpool. Probably a probably a two-pointer, but I don't think it's worth a transfer to sell Ramsdale for Pope. In my case, it would be a minus four. Easier to do it if you don't have other issues and you can get there for free. But yeah, I think it's fine to keep Ramsdale. Question from FPL Canadian. What to do with Coutinho? Put the money in defence or get a Man City or Chelsea midfielder? And FPL Canadian mentions Foden, Mount and Havertz. So I'm a Coutinho owner and I'm not too concerned. I think he's a fine player to hold. Looking at the fixtures, next two game weeks, Wolves next, which is fine. Tottenham, I think, is also fine because they don't keep too many clean sheets. Then it's a blank game week 33 for Coutinho, so you, you can just bench him that week. Or sell him that week maybe for a Leicester midfielder, Harvey Barnes or James Madison. But there's a possible double game week 34 for Aston Villa of Leicester and Burnley. So that's in the back of my mind. If Villa do get a double game week 34, we're going to want Coutinho again. So that's why I think it might be best just to keep him and hide him on the bench in game week 33. And then have him for that potential double game week in 34. So I'm... I've got no plans to sell Coutinho. When it comes to game week 33, I think I'm more likely to sell Rafinha for a lesser midfielder than I am to sell Coutinho for that possible double game week reason. Andy Mack asks, Havertz versus Foden versus Mares, who's the best long-term hold? Tricky question. All three come with rotation risk, but all three are potentially very explosive FPL options for the rest of the season. My gut feeling here is to go Mares. Got the penalties. Got plenty of attacking returns this season as well. More than Foden in less minutes. I think he's got more than Havertz as well. And you know, when it comes to Chelsea, 
versus Manchester City assets. I think it's better to prioritise City when they're fighting for the title. They're also the better team. So yeah, Mares is the one I would go for when it comes to Havertz versus Foden versus Mares. Just while I'm on Chelsea there, i just seen a tweet come through about Pulisic, if anyone was considering him. Comments about him being jet-lagged, didn't train today, you know, recovery session rather than a trading session. So some slight doubts over him, so probably best to stay away from him this week at least. But yeah, Mares is the way I would go there. Question from Josh. Best strikers in the 5 to 6 million price range? The short answer is nobody. I've had a look on the FPL website at the strikers under 6 million. You've got three at Watford, Dennis, King and Cuccio. They all play for Watford though. You've got Puki, played for the worst team in the league. Broja hasn't really been doing it. Bit of a rotation risk. Mateta getting lots of starts, but will that continue? with Benteke and Edward there as options. And then you've got Huang at Wolves, who just doesn't do much FPL-wise. So I think if you're looking for a striker in the 5 to 6 million price range, you go for none of them. You get a 4.5 million striker instead, just a dead option on the bench, and you invest the saving elsewhere in your squad, whether it be in midfield or defence. So that's my plan this week, as you're going to find out when it gets to my transfers. Question from Mark. Who are the must-have players on a game week 31 wildcard. So wildcarders this week. I think I would go for Pope now. Just because of the doubts over Ramsdale. Cancelo would definitely be in there. I've put down Cancelo plus one. That means one other City player. So you can go double City defence. Maybe Laporte. Or take a punt on a Mares or a Foden. Or if you can somehow stretch to Kevin De Bruyne. That's a nice differential. Robertson would be on a wildcard for me. Trent would probably be there now as well. Maybe Trent over Robertson, given that looks like he's going to be back soon. Ben White, I just think such good value at 4.5 million. Arsenal have the double game week coming up as well. So I've got Tierney, but if I was wildcarding this week, I think I'd make the switch to Ben White just to save a few bob. You know, their points returns are pretty similar anyway. Tierney doesn't, doesn't bomb forward as much as he has done previously. Salah would be in. Saka would be in. And Harry Kane plus one. So again, Kane from Spurs plus a Kulisevsky or a Son or a Doherty. I think I would have two Spurs players at least on a wild card. Question from Alex. Alex is planning to free hit game week 33, wild card game week 34. Two free transfers can punt on a player or two for 31 and 32. Who would you suggest? Alex is thinking about Havertz. Or Ronaldo. Yeah, I think Havertz and Ronaldo are excellent short-term punts for game week 31-32. Other options that come to mind, Bruno Fernandes or Sancho, if you want to go down the midfield route for Manchester United. I like Calvert-Lewin now, or Richarlison as a short-term punt. You get the three fixtures in the next two game weeks before you play your free hit in your wildcard. And Rodrigo at Leeds. More positive comments from March today on Rodrigo. And with no Bamford... You know, Rodrigo's going to be the main man there. Could even be on penalties. So, again, short term, I think Leeds have got two good fixtures. Watford and Southampton off the top of my head because I'm banking on Mr. Rafinha to do the business for me, finally. Last question is from FPL Shoreham. Is going with two non-playing bench players too risky if we are loading up on players from the likes of City and Chelsea? Really good question. And this is something I'm chewing over myself today because I've got Gelhart. And I'm looking at adding possibly his teammate Greenwood as well as my as another striker. So that will give me just one striker in Harry Kane, 
Gelhart and Greenwood from Leeds, so two players that basically will get no minutes most weeks, which leaves me with just one sub, which doesn't feel great, especially when I've if I'm going to go for the likes of Cancelo, Rhys James, Trent, Robbo, there is rotation fears around those players with FA Cup, Champions League and all that. But I just think those players are good enough. And even if there's weeks where, let's say, let's say this week, for example, if Rhys James doesn't start and if Cancelo doesn't start, if it means I go down to 10 men, it doesn't bother me too much because when those players do play between now and the end of the season, they should score plenty of points. So I don't think it's going to stop me going for, you know, from, from two playing subs to one playing sub. It could come back to bite me, but I just I want to focus on getting as many of the best players in the game as possible. That brings me nicely on to my current transfer plan. I've got two free transfers. No transfers made yet. I'll be making them late tonight, Friday night, around midnight, before I close my eyes and dream about hat-tricks for players like Rafinha and Coutinho. The plan is to use the two free transfers and take a minus four. So sell on Jimenez, Saiz and Luka Dean, who all blank in game week 33. I'm not planning to free hit in game week 33. So selling those three helps me out for that game week. Bring in a 4.5 million forwards, probably Greenwood from Leeds, Cancelo and Reese James. So that minus four Seems pretty good to me when I'm selling a suspended player and two defenders I don't really want to own anymore who don't play in game week 33. And it allows me to bring in Cancelo and Reese James, who are two of the best assets in the game. I was looking at Laporte as well rather than Reese James, but I'm just going to go the exciting route, you know, getting close to the end of the season. I want as many fullbacks, you know, it's much more fun than going for a centre back. So Cancelo and Reese James look like they're going to come in. That's going to leave me with just Harry Kane. Two 4.5 million forwards, which is going to look very bizarre, but it's been a bizarre season and there's very few strikers available at the moment. I can't see myself bringing in a second striker to go alongside Kane in the near future either. So I'm going to pump my cash into defence. Already happy with my midfield. Mohamed Salah will be my captain and that's it for the game week. So yeah, keeping Ramsdale, hoping for the best and I'm going to start Trent and also hope for the best. Best of luck for Game Week 31, folks. Enjoy the games and enjoy your weekend. There won't be any podcast for Game Week 32 as myself and Michaela are heading to Rome for a much-needed break. We haven't been on holiday since, I think it was September 2019. We went to Norway before the pandemic began. So it's been a long time. I forget what it's like to go abroad. So looking forward to a week in Rome. Going to leave the laptop behind, leave the microphone behind, switch off and just enjoy the break. So I'll talk to you the following week for a Game Week 33 preview. If you enjoy the podcasts and you'd like to support me as a full-time FPL content creator, check out patreon.com forward slash FPL general. Wishing you all green arrows. The Athletic.